On this episode of the Geek Domination Podcast, we talk about the new announcement of the Nightwing movie, leaks regarding the next Batman Arkham game, Batman Arkham Surgency, and then we have a discussion about backwards compatibility and virtual console, whether it's necessary, especially with the Switch launching in a week. Join us. Shit, I gotta start. Being I'm just a glad they don't have again. the, the dumbass. Remember, Mass Effect Two had all the stupid ways to get the special gear. Like, you, I remember Dr. Pepper was the way you got like the 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 mask, the ah. sweet looking mask. Dr. Pepper, you the Dragon Age armor. Get, yeah. I honestly didn't get Mass Effect Two until right before Mass Effect Three came out. I got Mass Effect Two. Basically, I got Mass Effect One when the day Mass Effect Two came out, and then I got Mass Effect Two later. That's kind of what did I did. Basically, yeah. the but same I just remember, thing, but it was all right before Mass, Mass Effect Three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because once I once bless you, once people were saying Two was so good, I was like, I should probably play this series. When people were hyped about it, that's when I was like, I should probably check out One. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. Like, oh, this is so good. Well, all right. now I gotta. We're good to start. Excited. My voice is screaming. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> Cody, please, oh, Katie, no! That's okay. Cody, no! I was like talking to Zane during the during the Valentine's Day one. The, well, yeah, I heard yeah, that. we were I heard we that, were having yeah. little sides, like not direct, like no volume, but he no. and I were like, because he he would love to be like mention this, and I'd be like, yeah, <laughs> I, I saw yeah, a couple of those. Just like let me slap my leg down. No, there was a part where he was like, I'm here, and he like put his hand. I up did put my hand just so it was visible. All right, what's up, guys? Welcome to the Geek Domination Podcast. Today is what was it, episode eighty nine? No. No. no, no, it's it's ninety. It's hey ninety. Hey, you know. I'm not even here. <laughs> That's how it was for me at the beginning, and then we're, when I was like, and it was like, oh yeah, I just need to stay silent when I'm in engineer mode. We're professionals. We are. We're absolutely. <laughs> we're getting there. We're, we're adding a new element, and we're just rolling with it. So, uh, what's up, guys? Yeah, it's uh, February twenty fourth, twenty seventeen. Um, yeah, we got the beard on for the first time in I don't even know how long. Oh my god, it's since before you guys. Do you remember moved what into this roughly place, what honestly. episode number you were on last? It was Rift three sixty, wasn't it? Oh yeah, which was I this so. last summer fifties? Fifties? Like I feel like it was fifties. Yeah. yeah, damn, that's okay. crazy. It's been a while. Yeah, so we got the beard here. I'm back. We got John Luke over there. Oh, and I'm of course Zane, and we're here. I to, know. Uh, it was sixty seven. Okay, there okay. we go. He knows the number. I was hoping that would happen. That's, yeah. <laughs> Which is really weird. It is. It was, we started talking about Star Wars, and it was after 66. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Rip. yeah. Rip. Yeah. <laughs> Rip. But yeah, so uh, today we got some news pieces, and then our topic section, we are discussing how necessary is it for consoles to carry forward old material. Like, we just... We'll, we'll get into that later, but basically... We got confirmation that with the Switch, there is no virtual console at launch, and people are losing their shit. So we're going to talk about that. I'm never going to buy this console, man. <laughs> Nintendo sucks. Oh, oh, they the always worst. ruin it. Hey, look. Oh. <laughs> Andrew's, <laughs> Andrew's watching stuff. <laughs> so first up, we got some X, X-Men-based news, Fox-based announcement stuff, uh, some confirmations. So let's get started here. Um, first up, the next X-Men film is going to be a Dark Phoenix 
uh, film, and we're just hopeful it's accurate for once. Uh, please don't be ass like last time. Oh, God. I, I, I still try to burn X3 from my mind oh, every God. chance I get. That movie just hurts me. I think that's one of the things I left at my parents' house. <laughs> You're just like, I don't need this. It's not not necessary. (laughs) God, that was so atrocious. What do you want to do with all this old stuff that you... Uh, Just burn it. You can burn that box. (laughs) That box you can just get rid of. Just just dump it. Just dump (laughs) it. It's It's not even worth giving away. No, uh, Sophie Turner's been hyping this up, so I hope that... She is. She's all about it. Um, I still need to see uh, Apocalypse, but I heard there was a lot of like moments that kind of uh, touched on Phoenix buildup. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, especially towards the end, actually. which is appropriate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the only thing I'm really hoping for at this point is that the Shi'ar show up and actually do their thing because that's the whole crux is that they show up and kind of go, okay, the Phoenix is kind of dangerous, guys. Like, uh, <laughs> probably shouldn't screw around with that. <laughs> yeah. Just so you know, turns out she really, uh, the Phoenix really is liking her right there, and we should probably, you know, <laughs> keep an eye on her and. Not make let her, her go Dark Phoenix Saga style. Make her not. Oh, wait, she does that. And they're like, no, no. No, we got this. No, we got no, this. We good. No, don't worry about it. <laughs> then she discovers emotions and realizes the dark the dark forces are so much more fun. So and powerful. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, so that's that. And then uh, we know that after that series, we're going to get the X-Force, which I love. Oh, just so good. In terms, of the, in terms of the X-Teams, they're one of the more fun ones because they're willing to go to those dark places like killing people and making decisions that actually affect stab, you stab, stab. my favorite so, X-Force stuff was the more recent stuff because it was like the black and gray suits with yeah. the red eyes on their suits and that was that was I think some of the ones that I got into uh, mm-hmm. during Fear Itself yep that was a good time um, you know the, the more recent X-Forces have been always led by Wolverine and it was supposed to kind of be like a black ops version of the x-men just so that they could easily go in stealth mode and take down threats that would hurt mutant kind so right but the other thing is that uh deadpool was introduced in x-force back in the early 90s so here's kind of hope I- i'm sure that that's kind of a piece of why they kind of grow in that direction is deadpool is successful should probably do more stuff okay. like that How yeah that oh it turns out the same writer did all his other stuff we should probably do his stuff imagine that weird right <laughs> one was X-23 part of X-Force for a recently. while as well? Yeah, more recently, yeah. Because, again, same reasons as Wolverine, you know. Yeah. Oh, her powers revolve around oh, look, killing people. Oh, we look, probably put her one. on the killing team. Yeah. Yep, probably. And She's then, useless uh, on the non-lethal team. <laughs> <laughs> All I do is kill things. <laughs> so, Go sit in the corner. We got this. <laughs> just just sit there. You you can track people. That's all you do. Um, do you we got that? Gambit is now moving ahead, finally. Um, it was originally slated to start production in November, and that didn't happen, so people were worried. Yeah, I forgot that this existed <laughs> before, I, you know, before this article got posted. I did too, actually. Because I love Gambit, man. My my Remy Cajun, LeBeau. My Cajun like, inner French is like, yes. Wee <laughs> oui, wee, oui, if you will. Wee. <laughs> <Yeah. Oui. laughs> uh, um, it's so good. But yeah, that, that seems like it's actually... Going, gonna happen going still yeah, yeah so so the producer one of the producers uh put out a statement today just saying like hey we're now moving ahead with it um one of the biggest catalysts was ryan reynolds passion about deadpool because channing tatum is given the same level of passion and desire to do it the way that it should be done mm-hmm. and then there's resistance from the studio and the producers to make it into whatever they seem to think is going to popularize it more but as we saw with deadpool when the, when the main character actor is like driving it forward, it 
tends to go a little bit better. We saw that with Logan too. Absolutely, yeah. That's which kind of, that looks amazing. Uh, now I'm that, really stoked for it. Honestly, yeah. for early viewers are saying amazing things. It's about getting it. like almost perfect scores on on Rotten right now. Yeah, I'm really? interested. I wasn't at first. Like we you, talked yeah, about yeah, it multiple yeah. times. Yeah, yeah. But so I'm well, kind of stoked on it now. Up until I think the most one of the more recent trailers uh, for that one at least. I wasn't really into it because I'm like, oh, was it the one with X23 actually pulling yes. her? That's as soon the one as that... she pulled her claws out, I'm like, okay, oh, this might be good. This might be all right. <laughs> now I'm into this. That's yeah. how I was too. I was very much on the fence until I saw that happen. I was like, all right, all right, this will do. I'm in now. This will do. So with that, you know, I hope Gambit's good. I really oh, hope man. so. Like it's got to be a heist film at the end of the day. Like that's the best way to do Gambit. Uh, He's the thief. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. It's just you get to have some fun acrobatics and. You know, I, kinetic uh, cards and shit like that. Kinetic explosion and cards and shit. I have high hopes for that. Me too. I, love I really Gambit. do too. But at the luckily, same time, Channing Tatum is really athletic. I don't, which makes him more capable for that kind of role. Because I will say, I didn't really like like some of his other films that he's done more action scenes in. But yeah. he's always capable of doing the action, and that's the important part. Well, and like you said earlier, if he's if he's showing love for the character, that's what matters at the end of the day. Especially yeah. if he can portray it like page to screen. You know. Yeah. Like we've seen, like we like we just said. So Deadpool two is also moving ahead. Fine, like they're rolling forward. Um, they did have a couple of hiccups along the way. Um, they lost uh, the director, I think, this time. Um, or the two, it was the two directors. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, Rhett Reese and uh, I'm completely blanking on the other guy off the top of my head now, but uh, he's also out. And now they've brought in a different director. Sorry, notes. <laughs> <laughs> notes. I, I apologize, guys. Uh, but that's a thing. Yeah, the different guy. That guy. No, I, I read the article earlier this week, and I was really surprised by the switch up. But at the same time, it makes sense because what it, what it seems to be is that Reynolds is the one who's really helming the ship on Deadpool too, yeah. and everyone else is coming into conflict with him. Um, scrolling, scrolling. And that kind of makes you wonder, though, what's going on at that Fox. they're coming into conflict. Sure. Well, I heard early on that like the initial producer stuff was because of uh, the cable decision on right. actor, which they're still and I'm not one decided. <sighs> yeah, I I enjoyed the uh, Pierce Brosnan talk by the way, a couple of casts ago. Yeah, I'm gonna have to listen to that one because that seemed interesting. That's just that movie just seems all that's up right. in the air okay. right now. Um, that's right. It was the writers. Sorry, Rhett Reese and Paul Wernick uh, bow out from the writing staff. They did write an initial draft of Deadpool two, but now it's um, uh, Drew Goddard <coughs> and Ryan Reynolds that are kind of doing a second treatment on it, and they're in lockdown mode apparently to finish up the last touches on the script. So they're really coming into the final stretch here. We we do know uh, um, Colossus and uh, Negasonic, Teenage Mutant Warhead. So. There is that. And then there's one new Cherry thing that flavors. I did see maybe 10 minutes before cast. Uh, Patrick Stewart has officially uh, ended his contract with the X-Films. So Logan will be it yeah, for Logan him and Rich. Hugh Jackman. It's fitting. Yeah, I'll say that. It's, it's a fitting end for sure. I mean, um, he'll probably die for reals this time. <laughs> something. Something's got to happen. Yeah. Something's got to give. So. I'm... I just I could see him. The only thing I can see him coming back in is Deadpool 2 as Patrick Stewart. Yeah, that'd be yeah, fun. And that making be some fun play there, but that's the only thing I can. He I can. walks. So he's like, "Hey, professor," and he's like, "Who are you?" <laughs> I'm, <laughs> like, what I'm are you talking sorry. About? Who are you? <laughs> Who are you? 
Yeah. So I'm here drinking Strongbow. Don't worry. Uh, about it. So that is that is it for or <laughs> or doing uh, his other show on HBO that Blunt Talk. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah yeah yeah. There's some good stuff there. So, uh, so that's all the X stuff. There's a lot of a lot of X-Men stuff. Yeah. A lot of a lot stuff of in like 48 hours pretty much. Like just a bunch. Just a pretty blast much. Which brings me to a question. Sure. I've seen a lot of trailers and uh, mm-hmm. commercials for it. Is Legion an X-Men property? Yeah. What is it? So Legion the character is if I recall correctly he's the son of Xavier and he's uh, an Omega level mutant um, who's got so many powers that actually broke his psyche and he's got like a thousand different personalities in his head and each one encompasses a different power. Oh, okay. So the, the show is more about like the psychosis involved than anything else, but it does show off, I guess, pieces of his like manifest psyches. Okay. It's on FX, isn't it? Yeah, yeah it, it is. is. Yeah. And then there's they're producing another show that I saw that got a casting for Blink, so the character from uh, Days of Future Past, Blink, the teleporter, is going to be in whatever show that is, too. I saw that today, or yesterday as well. Cool. So, Cool. Just stuff. They're doing things. Lots of things. Anyways, over to other movies that we love or hate, depending on the people in this room. (laughs) 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 This is what's going on. Cody, sorry. Defending so, his honor. <laughs> defending his honor over there. Um, we got some uh, news about the Batman film. Uh, Matt Reeves decided to accept the offer to direct it. So there's that. So they have a director for reels this time for now. <laughs> Let's you know, make one thing clear. Batman, best part of that movie. Superman, trash can. Trash can, man. Super trash can. Man. Trash man. Uh, I have to agree right. with you. All right, Cody. That is that is a point here. that we can completely 100% agree on. I I despise the rendition of Clark Kent. I absolutely I can't stand it. Yeah, same. No, I'm kind of same. I can Still I can deal with Superman, that movie though. I can I can deal with the Superman part <laughs> near the end, and that's about it. We don't have enough alcohol in this house. <laughs> well, we we might. No, you don't. No. Let's be honest. Yeah, you said you were running low on beer. That's we have a lot of other things. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, in that case, maybe we'll watch it later. A lot of yeah. yeah. Lot so of so anyways, uh, Matt Reeves. Uh, Mainly known for um, uh, Cloverfield. <coughs> and then he did something else, but I can't think of his other film right now. But Matt I know Cloverfield Reeves. is the big thing that put him on the map. Yeah. Um, he's picking up the, the directing sh- uh, role from Affleck. Affleck actually tweeted out a great little... Uh, yeah, he's like, of, welcome to the Batcave or was, something like it that. Showed, it yeah. showed a picture of him at the Batcomputer, and I was like, that's that's nice. Which we'll means... see how long he lasts. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. They sound like they're on fairly good terms, so we'll see. We'll yeah. see how that goes. So there's that. And then uh, we got confirmation that DC is going to move forward with a Nightwing film uh, with the Lego Batman film director in the directing seat. So all I've heard from everybody in every company. No. (laughs) So everybody or everybody I've talked to that have seen it and then also every like news source I've seen has said that the Lego Batman movie is probably the best DC film of like the last 10 years. Here's here's what most people absolutely really hardcore like me level of batman fans are saying um they're saying that the, the they tried a little bit too hard for it to be the lego movie because batman kind of carried that movie yeah um but all the super like d-list dc characters and all these cameos yeah. and all this actual like love for the original Condiment medium man. like yeah, yeah like calendar <laughs> man and shit like that yeah like if if they pull that into live action and they have that sort of adult well Turned into the way that the DCEU is yeah, turning out. They just need to balance pulling in uh, newer, newer viewers, people who aren't so deep in the lore, and then 
have a little something something for the you know long term oh, sure yeah. yeah like something you could find but i'm yeah. i'm excited obviously nightwing super fan over here the other thing i heard that was uh. really strong in the lego batman film that no the only i mean christopher nolan kind of nailed it but it still didn't quite do it right is yeah. uh zach galifianakis's portrayal of the joker's infatuation with the batman apparently is th- the best thing they've ever done yeah it was so yeah it was really good that and uh, the relationship. Apparently, I haven't seen Batman Lego Batman yet, no, but me either. I did. Um, nice. Apparently, from what I've heard, the relationship between the Robin in that movie and Batman is amazing. Oh, it's ridiculous. See, so they transfer ways. that. The one thing that kept turning me uh, off from watching it was seeing that Michael Sarah was cast as the yeah. voice of Robin. That yeah. kept driving me away. But, but it's it, not terrible. Okay. It's not really noticeable. Uh, to, to, to the two Robin fans in the room, that might. And I'll, I'll I mean, give you that, but yeah. to to voice acting fans like sure. you can't really tell that it's michael sarah well like, i just i had to look it up for enough. me for me the Billy thing D. that Williams is in it though so hurts when you cast someone like that is obviously you're trying to lean into a <clears throat> shitty version essentially like oh well, we can make nightwing or, or robin actually like a love letter to robin or we can yeah. make him like a shitty joke about sidekicks and that's the two routes that you choose and you kind of make your choice when you choose uh, the voice actor yeah honestly he's kind of both um <laughs> Who would you guys Definitely like to not, see okay. as decoration in the live action? So I've been seeing a lot of things going around. The The one big one that I see a lot of hype for is Taron uh, Egerton from uh, The Watchmen. Yeah, uh, I could see it. The Kingsguard or whatever that one is. And uh, I'm for that, but I also heard I also saw some great ones for uh, Milo uh, Ventimiglia. Yeah, that wouldn't be terrible. He's the one that I think I'm pulling for personally because he has the most – dick grayson yeah physique and and body and uh, i mean oh, not bad. can't even think of the people um, about. peter petrelli from heroes oh, okay yep absolutely the um the other person that i could think of that isn't gonna happen but yeah i think it'd be a good casting as uh eastwood yeah yeah i think i think i could take that yeah that's true because i don't know they need to balance the ass kicker with the sure silly one-liner the only you know. other person in Hollywood right now that I could think of that could fill the role, but he'd have to kind of step up from where he's been at is uh army hammer. Yeah. Like that could he's, work. Yeah. I don't even know that one. Lone Ranger. Okay. You definitely okay. <laughs> didn't see that movie. That's so. fair. Anyway, uh, the hype is real. I'm yeah. really excited. Yeah, me too. I, <laughs> Especially I think... if they explore the uh, Robin subplot in BBS. Now that we know that that's Jason, we know Jason, that's Jason. is dead and Dick Grayson, that means, is out there somewhere. Like, yep. Something that, I, that you and I have touched on multiple times is, like, I think the right way to do the Batman film that comes after Justice League has to be Batman taking on a new sidekick because he's got renewed hope in taking on people and then having friends, essentially, in yep. the superhero community. And a nice one to do, as we've discussed multiple times, really, you just got to do Batman Under the Red Hood. Yep. It'd be great. You can get that sweet background story for jason todd you can dig into the fact that tim's kind of dealing with the weight of Mm -hmm. the jason role too like oh that'd be perfect too because then for nightwing they could just do what they did in the 96 run of the comics and just have the bloodhaven arc yep that's all you need that would explain where he was during bvs like there you go yep which yeah that's what i was saying i was like really you can only do two versions of nightwing he's either in manhattan or he's in bloodhaven yep i don't want him in gotham at all nope so that's that and with that though we got some sweet leaks from DC Yeah, games. speaking of Batman. <laughs> yeah, speaking of Batman, right? Uh, it's reportedly leaked that uh, the next Arkham game is in development. And uh, yeah, it's coming after uh, Arkham Origins. 
Yeah, what? It's three years or three months? Three years. Three years, yeah. Three years after that three story? Three years after uh, Dick is still just Robin. Yep. Um, it is set. And we are all about Dick think. right now. Oh, yeah. I mean. Always. Yeah, of course. We <laughs> got, you have to go as hard as you can when oh, you're no. around. You, know, uh, you're going uh, uh, Dick. you have to go hard with Dick. I mean, I have Dick permanently on my leg. so <laughs> You do. He's on your calf. Cody's just giving up on life over here. Don't worry about it. He's hating that we're doing it, but it has to happen. Every time you bring up Dick Grayson, you kind of have to just go. As as soon as we started talking about Dick, I was like, okay, how do I get more Dick into this conversation? (laughs) Okay, totally off topic while you're finding what you're finding. I got what I got, but yeah. Cody and I were at lunch earlier at a a bar, um, and we were were sitting there. and you lucky uh, Cody's laughing because he's like, there's a bunch of sports on and then the Nickelodeon's on over there. It's like, all behind you, Teen Titans is on. And it's the good one. And he turns around and it's oh the cartoon. Oh, my God. Turns out was just a dream sequence. I know. In Teen Titans I Go know. of the old one. And I know. Cody was like uh. laughing and I was like, I'm going to kill myself. Oh, yeah. I've seen I've seen a couple episodes where they've done that, where they've made jokes, it, like the nightmare <laughs> sequence where it was, it was Teen Titans. And they're like, man, there was a really cool version of us. And I was like. I hate you. <laughs> I hate oh you with God, all my heart and soul so, right now, Cartoon uh, Network. It's so bad. So because bad the creators obviously that. would prefer to make the other one, but it's clearly Cartoon Network just putting the pressure down. Like, no, yeah. this one's this one's got higher. No, views. this one sells. I don't care though. We want. So, anyways, Batman video games. Go to Netflix, Arkham please. Insurgency will be the name. It'll take place three years after the events of Arkham Origins. Uh, it's built on the same engine as Knight. Um, has been around uh, in development since 2014. The game will star, as I said, Dick Grayson as Robin. Uh, Grayson has been Robin for about two years. So you're, you're thinking basically Origins happened. A year later, Dick had his event happen. The loss of his parents and was and was t- turned into the uh, Bruce's ward. Yes. Um, the Dick event, as we call it. Might as well. <laughs> uh, it's set in a previously unexplored him. coastal area of, of Gotham. Roughly the same size as the three islands from Arkham Knight. Uh uh, on the outside, all of the interiors have been uh, substantially expanded, so you will be able to get inside most of the buildings now. Uh, the Batcave and Wayne Manor are also accessible via fast travel. Pretty much like Origins had cool. it. Yeah. Origins had that. Uh, the plot is that there has been a mass breakout at Blackgate. So kind of like the Nightfall event, but not nearly as, like the original comic Nightfall. Not, yeah. Yeah, the 90, not, 93, yeah. 94. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, and several terrorist attacks happen across the city, uh, which result in GCPD blocking off. So basically, they're justifying another outbreak for the cause of why they're block gating off parts of the city. Yeah, the right. usual reasons. Um, again, it's mostly uh, populated by villains and criminals. More than likely, a few citizens will be caught up in there, and that's why you have to go save them. It's kind of like the usual like events that you'd find around the town. Right, like, right. Uh, Batmobile is in game, but it's been changed. There's no more tank mode. Um, Yay! Which. For good or bad, I was actually really good at that. By the end of it, oh, me really too. good. But I'm happy I don't have to deal with that shit. Especially if we're going back to uh, fairly new Batman. Still, he's when just he... trying to get a sweet car. Yeah, like he just it's, needs to get around. Would, the only thing it would need would be like flares, like the pop flares for when he gets attacked, and like maybe a concussion, something. But yeah. it'd be a forward-mounted gun, and that'd be it. He wouldn't have the sweet fucking turrets and mm-hmm. death machine on wheels. Um. You know what thing that I do hope there's a part in the game where it kind of references the '89 Batman when uh, remember when he had to go down the alley and it just shot out the center engine piece. Oh yeah, <laughs> I kind of hope because it's so stupid. It's, but great. it's real dumb. Um, let's see the combat se- or yeah the combat mostly consists of chase sequences, which is to be expected. They really did a good job with all those races in night that's the best part about the car in that game, it really is. especially they, when you get all the DLC going. Yeah, like, absolutely. Oh, yeah. 
So it's probably all that stuff. Um, but yeah, Batmobile's superior speed and maneuverability to navigate around uh, slower opponents while bombing the hell out of them with the car's weaponry. It sounds like it's going to be like doing a lot of drop stuff as opposed to launching stuff. Um, there are missiles, but uh, Power Winch and the MP device remain along with some new stuff. But there'll be dual play mode, but it's not quite the same. It's not like entering combat, dual play engages, and then there's takedowns. Um, it's... As Cody kind of mentioned before, Castic, the way that it sounds in this early report is that um, there will be an entire new skill tree devoted to dual play, and that might just be live all the time. Might be kind of a la, uh, uh, what is it, city. Yeah. When you would go to certain spots and you swap out, only in this case, the two of you are just constantly together because Batman and Robin. You know what would be the, the greatest thing that if they could do it? What? Remember when we wanted to play Origins co-op and that didn't actually cool. happen? Oh <laughs> yeah, because they like gave up on their servers immediately. Like the day immediately. after, <laughs> yeah. they're like, "But oh, I did yeah. get into two games: one yeah. game as a villain and one game as yep uh, Robin. Yep. And, uh, like the team play with Batman and Robin in that. If they had a co-op, I would lose my shit. Dude, I would same. You and I would go oh ham dude. on that. Although we'd have to flip a coin and whoever plays it's whatever. Yeah, yeah, but we'll... you know, um. Combat has been expanded to better accommodate one-on-one fights. Uh, it's still rhythm-based, you know, like usual, but uh, um, but it's more complicated than the simple attack counter, which is good. You might Just like evolve. Knight. I mean, they added a lot of stuff in Knight that they you had did. to account for. It was near impossible to get the trophy for that stupid endless combo of every you use quick every, fire. Every quick fire, every ability and everything. In yeah. one chain. That I mean, was stupid. Real dumb. I hated that one. My brother always got it because he's... Well, yeah, he's gross yeah, at the Arkham he is games. Ridiculous. I mean, <laughs> you don't get to be second best in the entire world at Arkham yeah. City without putting in way too much time. Yeah, that's nasty. You know, and kind of one of the things, like, you keep talking about this game. I'm like, oh, that sounds really fun. I might start playing City again because City was that's where I phenomenal. stopped. It's I'll the, let you borrow Night. I'm the best not touching one. it right now. Yeah. I mean, I still got the other games to get through. I finally got through Asylum, what, two years ago? There's a sale right now on the collection, the remaster. Oh, yeah, it's like 30 bucks right now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, Owlman and the Court of Owls will be the main enemy, which makes sense. We were talking about this. Like, Dick Grayson is More lineage. Dick Grayson hype, yeah. though. Seriously. That's his, one of the greatest things ancestors. to come out of New 52. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. There's not much, and that's one of the few things that shines. I'm sold. Especially if... I know people are kind of still... DLC is a little bit of a taboo thing to talk about, but... If, depending on how long the time in this game goes, they could totally do a post-game Dick Grayson slash Nightwing DLC where maybe... He transitions. He just becomes Nightwing. Yeah. That would be cool. The other one I was thinking of is uh, if they did the post... Or I guess it was the tail end of Court of Owls, but remember the uh, Bruce's brother? Oh, yeah. That was like just right at the end of it. The very tail end. Yeah, If yeah. they wanted to go into that... Right. Don't worry uh, about no. it. We'll, yeah, we'll, we'll talk. Yeah, later. Come back it's later. A thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a there's a thing involving that. It's pretty fucking crazy. Yeah, that's all you need to know. But I'd imagine that would be have to be in the game proper. But Probably. it's entirely plausible that you could solve whatever the mystery is, and then that's the post game. Yeah, I don't know. There's different ways they can do that. I don't know if this Court of Owls if, goes pretty fucking deep. It does. <laughs> and if all of this turns out to be true, I'm I'm real freaking excited because Night was good, but it wasn't as good as City. In and my in my opinion. No, but. I'm right with you. I'm right with you. I mean, apart from the ending is the only part that makes me curious because it has yeah. such potential for what could come. And I'm like, that's I, true. Let's go there. Fuck it. But um, other villains in the game are Maxi Zeus, which we've had a lot of like mentions of in other games. Yep. Uh, Dollmaker, which we had. I thought, no, we didn't. 
There was an Easter egg in a Riddler, I think. Right. There was but. also that weird. I, I'm confusing the pig man guy. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Guy. Man bear pig. Uh, we got Killer Moth. We got Anarchy. We got Two Face. We got Blockbuster. Ventriloquist. Cornelius mm-hmm. uh, Sturk. Uh, Tweedledee and Tweedledum. Dusan Al Ghul. Mad Monk. Dalla Riddler. And yes, of course, the Joker. Joker. Which, surprise. Figures somewhat prominently in the story. Um. And then it's also revealed that he kind of helped orchestrate the Arkham Asylum uh, breakout, which, duh, he always is. I mean, yeah. literally yeah. every time. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't have games without him. That's yep. just all it is. Yeah. Uh, Alfred and Lucius Fox are your main contacts in the game. Barbara Gordon helps you on the side missions, but has a slight <coughs> crush on Dick Grayson, which he does not reciprocate in this one. Which, oh, Dick, because ew. in Arkham games... <laughs> <laughs> the grin. God damn it. Just you guys the, need to watch our stream. I mean, I'm telling you. Just the grin of, I did it. Yeah. Uh, oh, which boy. makes sense because in the Arkham games, it's Tim that romances her. Yep. Which is, I honestly prefer that. Because Dick, Dick needs to go to Teen Titans and, and bang Starfire all day. Yes. Get with an alien. That's right. <laughs> I mean, I, I can't make that dick joke. I don't... I don't have the, the wherewithal to make the dick joke about aliens. What? Why not? I don't know. <laughs> I, it's just not. It's not coming to me. This dick will not come. But you made that one. <laughs> I had to. As soon as I said it's not coming to me, it, it just clicked. This this segment needs to end. Somebody it really does. Okay, unlike yeah. Arkham Knight, uh. there will actually be boss battles, which is good. We, we, we saw that Arkham Knight it kind of was rough with some of the boss fights. Some of them were really Whereas, there, and some were just not there all, at all. Origins had amazing boss fights. Right. Deathstroke, Firefly. Mm. I remember you could pretty much get in. I got into an internal loop with Deathstroke because it wouldn't advance. So you're just endlessly constantly in that counter battle yeah, and then yeah. just <laughs> distancing. And then yep. it's like, I've been doing this for 45 minutes. I think there's something broken. <laughs> I remember I reloaded that fight and it was done in like five minutes. And I was like, this is stupid. I think there's I something broken. <laughs> That literally was a thing that happened with my game. Oh, God. I remember. I remember um, how mad you were. Oh, that, that hurt me. Uh, the estimated release date is around November of this year, but it's possible and more than likely it'll get pushed based on how Night got pushed. And then the, mm. I mean, the remaster wasn't done by any of these studios. Well, maybe. No, Night was only done by Rock City, and I don't think Rock City can be involved with this because they have made it clear. Yeah, I'm, sh- I'm sure it'll be just like Origins where it's a, uh, it's a DC, different thing. Or Warner Brothers Montreal. That's what it was. It was That's Montreal. Yeah. So yeah, that. I'm actually really excited because you know Origins was good, like Origins was solid. It it's just, it's underrated. It had a lot of its own <laughs> minor issues. It's criminally underrated. Yeah, there's a lot of problems, but it's it's. I it still stands wish on we could just launch our own private server and I know run that right. multiplayer. It'd just be so a good time. See how it That'd runs, be awesome. But that's its own problem. Yeah, it's. We do, however, have to remember that this is a leak. This so is a leak. It's a lot of speculation. But Warner like, Brothers is kind of kinda notorious for leaks. Yeah, by this point, that's true. So, but uh, that kind of wraps all that up. Uh, speaking of old games, no, that's true. I mean, good point. Good, good yeah. segue. Good segue. Yes. Yeah, speaking of the Get remake, your dick in it. <laughs> just one <laughs> final. Oh, I had yeah. Wow, <laughs> we went there. All right. Speaking of the Arkham <laughs> remake, which one. no that's one, <laughs> no one really asked for the Arkham remake. No one did, but a lot of us were happy that it happened. I'm happy that it's there and available. I'll put yeah, it that way. I, I still don't know how it runs. I know it had a lot of issues, but... I'm scared to start it. That leads into our topic today. We're going to be talking about back, backwards compatibility. Backwards compatibility in, in whatever form that it comes in. Yeah. Because um, there's a lot in a the lot modern forms now, consoles yeah. now. 
Yeah, there's a lot. I mean, between remaster or, or collections that pop up every few months, it seems, from other companies that I thought were dead. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's insane. So, like, right now, uh, there's a report going around that uh, the Virtual Console will not be on the Switch at launch. This was something that all Nintendo's of us here honestly monsters. didn't give a shit about. I, I, everyone around the room right now was like, whatever. Okay. There's new games coming with it. We'd yeah. rather play those. Yeah, so, I'll, I'll I know too. you and I were like, when those early reports were coming out that they might add GameCube, we're like, well, yeah, that's cool. But like both of us mm -hmm. were like, cool, but until then, I'm going to play the other things. 99% yeah. of people buying that console are buying it for Zelda. That's L really true. That's why I would buy it if I was buying it right now. Uh, same. Like, <laughs> honestly, <laughs> like I was going to buy it Cody's for the Wii U. are like flailing in the air yeah, right Cody's now. like, yep, went in the morning, pre-ordered it. <laughs> yep. Jealous Man, I'm of so, the pre-order so quality that you fucking, got. I am so pissed because I slept through it. Like it, <laughs> through they the said, entire event they said we're gonna Same. we're gonna hold <laughs> your uh, we'll hold a copy for you uh, a pre order copy for you until noon, and I slept until noon oh five, and I'm well. God damn it! Alarms are your friends sometimes. I you know I slept through four. Alarms are never yeah. wow. <laughs> <laughs> when um, it's things like that, yeah. It, whatever. So we're in a weird situation right now. I'm let's. I'm going to keep talking about the Wii U because that's still cr the current console. Yeah, that's a good way to do for it. For a month. Um, and, and comparatively, just because of the format of the Switch, 3DS, a it week is and a half week. Holy Mar crap. Yeah. March yeah. 3rd is next Friday. Yep. yep. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, so on the Wii U, it kind of continued what the Wii had going for it. The Wii U could have Wii games and... But what's weird is halfway through it evolved. Yeah. It yeah, like, it like it really did. reshaped all over nowhere. Because the original Wii had the GameCube ports. You could just... Straight up, put your little mini discs yep. in there and play it. Yep, and it also had the first iteration of the Virtual Console, which had a couple of anything titles. from NES to 64. Yep, that was about it. Um, and they had some weird stuff too. Like I think they had some Neo Geo stuff on there. They did. Um, um, the Wii U, on the other hand, took away GameCube compatibility, but kept the Wii and most of the Virtual Console. And then, like Zane said, it kind of evolved into a it really expanded. There's a lot the of library coverage. is pretty large yeah. now. Really, dude. Um, what's crazy, and just to touch on it, remember when the there was a night like four years ago where we all hung out. It was actually the very first time you came and hang out, hung out with all of us. Yep. Um, I had downloaded on Wii U's Wii emulation Mario Kart 64 just so we could fuck around with that. Yep. Oh. And what's funny, ironically, it took all the way till about two months ago. No, it was January. It was the very middle yeah. of January. I got an email from Nintendo saying I could pick up the Mario Kart 64 for my Wii U for a buck fifty because I already had the Wii version yeah. of that, <laughs> wow. that virtual console title. So I was like, "Fuck it, here's a dollar fifty. <laughs> I just want to Fine, not have to emulate it. the Wii to run this." Yeah. Um, but it's been really good. They have a pretty strong NES and SNES libraries on there. They have a, a pretty okay 64 library on there. Um, but that's oh, and GBA, they have a pretty good yeah, GBA. Yeah, I was gonna say Wii yeah, because we played uh, what was must have been Kirby's Dreamland or something. I yeah, there was something like that. All I know is the the Wii one. U, yeah. the original Wii went ham for me at least on the N sixty four stuff. It did. The Wii U, I'm I'm stuck on like uh, Mega Man X, uh, Metroid Fusion, like the GBA, like side scroller type got, games. I got, Earthbound. I got Zero Mission that Freaking way. Earthbound, yeah. I got um, the original Legend of Zelda. 
the very first one yep. that yep. way and played all of that that way that like in a way those are some of my first encounters with some of those titles because like i at my parents i did pull out the old nes the very first console mm-hmm. and when i was looking through the games i saw that my parents had the worst zelda ever created zelda 2 and i was like mm. huh yeah. that, that's weird <laughs> and so it was one of those things where i was like oh i have to play the first one like i don't apparently i've never beaten it and it's obviously only took me like an better. hour and a half yeah but, yeah it's it's interesting nintendo is kind of the weird stepkid of it the console really family. It is. The They've always been super heavy down. on both home console and the 3DS having the regular DS backwards compatibility and a virtual console on that where you can play a couple SNES games and almost all of the good NES games. And then all the game, a ton of Game Boy and Game Boy Advance titles on there too. Yeah, totally. I it's mean, It's interesting to see because if we look at the three current as in... Wii U still, and 3DS. Um, Nintendo has the most backwards compatibility out of all three main oh, developers. You look at PlayStation; they have the worst, the absolute most <clears throat> atrocious. PlayStation now is a abomination. Yes, repay for things you paid for already. Stream them, and it's terrible. There's yeah. two formats: you either subscribe and you pay nothing to stream them, but you have it for a limited time, yeah. or you buy, buy it, it and again. you still stream it. And, and it might not function right because you're streaming it. And then Xbox, on the other hand, um, the 360 was kind of weird. There was only a handful of original Xbox games that I, worked. I, that's how I well, played Psychonauts. Yep. And they, yep. uh, they, it was an update that they'd do every couple of, I think, six, eight months where they'd add more titles. And yeah. suddenly you could play, you know, Halo on the 360. 360 or and it was some a bad them, emulation. Some of them were bad. Well, uh, some of them are terrible. Fable, the, lost the, frame rate, the frame rate always bugged out on every Xbox emulation on yep. the 360. Yep. It was it was it didn't matter across the board. The frame rate would just randomly just chug to garbage. I remember Psychonauts had that problem all the time. You do like his ground slam thing, and yeah. out of nowhere it would just the decide to just, just like, duh, 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 duh. Yeah. oh, and then it's fine again. And you're like, all right, yeah. well I guess I'll finish this game at some point. Yeah, yeah. They, eventually it, it was fairly unplayable. The PS3, on the other hand. Only some models had the backwards compatibility for it the two. It was the first run. Of the very the first PS3s. fat PS3s. Yep. Um, the Slims, you could still play PS1 games on. You could you could put them in. Totally All fine. Completely. So that was kind of an unusual thing. Um, and then moving up to current gen, uh, PS4 has the Now, which sucks. Um, the X-Bone, on the other hand, um, Microsoft's been really cool about it. They did a really good job with they it. They did. Towards the end of the lifespan of the 360, um, they added cloud saving. Yep. And now, let's say my thousands of hours of Fallout 3, I want to play it on my Xbox One. All I have to do is have those saves in the Microsoft's cloud. cloud and put my 360 disc into my Xbone. And it'll and download. Like an hour? Cause yeah, because yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's just the download size of the game. It'll download the game on your One and you can play the old games. Because it basically and just does a disc check. It doesn't actually yeah. run the disc at all on the One. And yeah. like, like Andrew said, it's they've been updating their library consistently. And Microsoft's doing a really good job at communicating about it. Yeah, like every Red every Dead time they hype. do it, they just yeah. do no, a like, huge no, blast on social media. Yeah. We just added forty four more mm-hmm. more games. You're like, uh, cool, oh, I guess. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So um, it's it's funny because I just said that Nintendo had the most currently, but, I think but then Xbox One just took the lead because they're over they two hundred now. Well, now if we look at the the Switch being the current console, now Nintendo and PlayStation are yeah, back in the dust. Yeah. yeah. So. I guess what we're really getting to the root of is how necessary in our modern day and age do you think backwards compatibility is? 
And how do you balance that with the amount of remasters and remakes that they've been making? And source, uh, and, and honestly, uh, developer devotion too, because some of these require a lot. I think on Nintendo's front, it requires a lot of integration and a lot of dev time to create and make it downloadable for one, because you're talking about games that are sometimes four decades old now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then making those compatible and run well because Nintendo ha that's all I'll say this Nintendo always has such a pristine standard of excellence when it comes to their games running yeah their QA is on on point for that absolutely but that has to require a lot of resources to get those on point because you have to run the whole game and make sure every moment like works works right? yeah um, yeah it's insane when I think about it because I think I th personally I think it'd be nice it'd be nice if after a few years of a console being out it somehow made those changes made some sort of compatibility things but I never care about it at launch because what I'm concerned about is the next new games yeah, yeah the next stuff. that's the point exactly. of the console that's, yeah um, literally there's no other reason for a new console except for new stuff on new hardware yeah and if you're saying oh well here's all these games from the old console you can play on this. I don't give a shit. I still have my old console. Yep. I think the only exception to that is that we now live in a time where most TVs that are being produced now have no like RGBs and uh, RCA version cables at all. So it's more of, is there a way to, to uh, get your games on some sort of HDMI compatible device? And from that point, I don't care. Right. That's, I think, the big crux for me is, like, if it can just be put on my TV and I don't have to pull out an old fucking massive projection box TV, then we're good. Beyond that, I don't give a shit. It's interesting. It it's, is. It's really weird to think about. Because then NES, like, NES Classic. Yeah. That's, like, what, 35 games, I think, right there? I'm pretty sure it's 35 uh, NES like titles that. on a device that Nintendo released that's supposed to be novelty, but, I mean, it runs well. I think... A lot of people are complaining about the Switch right now. Yes. For multiple reasons, but oh, yeah. a, a lot of people are complaining about the uh, the virtual console. Yeah. I think for people our age especially, um, who grew up right after the fall of gaming in the 80s, Yeah. Um, I think we got a little bit spoiled. Sure. Especially through the uh, GameCube, PS2, um, Xbox days. Yeah. Cause even in 64. Yeah, you know, too. Like, the PS2, you can play all your PS1 games. All of them. Like, I think we grew up being used to that, and I think now our age of people, I think, are the saltiest kind of about it because it's all of a sudden being taken away from them. Right. Sure. Well, and what's weird is, like, you know, technically I grew up on all the consoles that didn't have that initially. Like, we're yeah. talking... I mean, shit, Nintendo and Sega. We're mm -hmm. talking the ones that literally would not allow it because they were, they were so cartridges different. that were designed to not be migrated upward. The only exception being Game Boys because from the original Game Boy that I can remember, you turn the switch on and the it would put out the little plastic block so you couldn't take the, the cartridge out. And then you go up to the color and the color removed that. So then yep. you just put your old cartridge in and it still ran, but it would sometimes colorize mm -hmm. a game that would originally just be monochrome. Yep. Right. Well, and that I think was the first motion of them taking away some, you know, former compatibility because from game boy to game boy color, game boy color games could be played on game boy color. Game boy games could be played on game boy color. Yep. You go up another one, game boy advance could play advance play all and still color yeah. and the one before it. 
But after that, well, the no, SP the first, and the DS. The first DS and the SP could also still run them, but your cartridge would stick out all goofy. It would stick out all goofy, yep. but after that point, you and actually it was, it was through DS. Those. It was the DS the DSi. DSi. Because the DSi still had the, the removable. DS Lite. That's one. DS yeah. Lite yep. still had the, the removable plastic piece that you yep. could then put your cartridge in. And then after that point, they stopped And that was cartridges. really where, where it started pulling back. That's true. That's and the real first instance absolutely where Nintendo was like, you have to buy the game again if you want to play it yeah. Yeah. on this version. So it's a weird instance because oftentimes virtual consoles used basically as a monetary device by companies like, oh, I can't find the old hardware, so I'm just going to have to buy this $7 version of the game again so right. that I can play with friends for five minutes and reminisce. And like That's what it's kind of turned into. I think there's certain instances where there are players that are incredible diehards and love to replay a game like 10,000 times, but I think those are so rare. Yeah. That's not the the mass market. Well, and I think another discussion that we could lean towards is where do you draw the line? Like mm-hmm. I was I was sitting here thinking about how many consoles I can play Final Fantasy 7 on. Unless Jesus. I missed one, I came up with seven. Seven different consoles that I can, well, yeah. slash what? PC that PS I can play on. PS2, 3 and 4. 3 and 4. Vita and PSP. PC. PC, yep. So that's... I think there was an N64 version too. Yes, Cody. iPhone. And Samsung. And, wow. Yeah, so eight wow. eight different mediums to play the one game. And I'm I'm pretty positive uh, N64 had a version. No. It no. Didn't. Was that only five? Um, That was... There was a version that that was originally gonna be on the That's N64, what it was. and then they PlayStation they negotiated. Yeah, yeah, they took because That's discs. Right. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. But okay, no, it's where do you draw the line? Because I mean, something like Kingdom Hearts as well, <laughs> like they have made a remake every generation so far since the original on PS2. Like they have a remake on three now. And this March, we're getting a remake on PS4. Like, where, where, where do you... Yeah. <laughs> Which I'm going to purchase as well. Yeah. <laughs> and Cody will as well. I mean, so. uh, well, and they know that they're still going to get money out of people like you guys. Right. Sure. Well, or in, for some people who haven't experienced it yet, I might pick it up. I'm not playing And it. that's why I'm buying it. For that exact purpose. Yeah. That I did not get to experience it the first time. And I think Final or Kingdom Hearts is kind of a rare exception just because the length of the franchise's existence. That's true. The density of the franchise. Plus, it's been on like six different consoles. <laughs> and honestly, really, apart from parts of two in two point five, um, the all the games run better. Period. So it's a more efficient format too, in a lot of ways. Yeah. Um, it's something that like is really hard to grapple with because like I even think I keep thinking about the Arkham game in my head right now, and I'm like. We were all really excited to jump back into Asylum specifically. Like yeah. City, we had all played to death. But yeah. all of us, I think, had basically like one or two runs of Asylum, and that was kind of it. And we were all like, yeah, let's fucking do it. And then it came out, and none of us gave a shit. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. Um, It's weird, because then I, I, Ezio Collection is another one that came out this year that I, like, I think a lot of us were like, two? Oh, Brotherhood? Oh, yeah, because it was two Brotherhood and Revelations. And, and I was like, out. I'm totally going to forget about that. And, and then it nobody did anything. Doesn't yeah, give no. a shit about it. So it's like they keep doing it because there seems to be some form of demand. And then the moment it releases, because A, it could have taken longer to develop correctly on the newer version, make it look better if they're trying to do HD, it just doesn't hit anymore because the, the hype around it, it becomes a vacuum. People don't care. A weird one for me that I can think of is Dishonored 1. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I got the game when it first came out, like the day after it came out. Played the hell out of it. 
Um, I, I think it was like a year or two years later, maybe a Game of the Year edition came out with all the DLC. Fast forward in one more year, we got a remake on the PS4 and the x mm-hmm. Like, I don't think that was really 100% necessary, honestly. No. It's, I don't know, no, it's weird. Cause Borderlands Collection? Yeah. The Handsome Edition oh, ever? Oh, God. Yeah. yeah. We all, we all but, talked about and it, and the then worst, none of us bought it. The worst part is yeah. that it wasn't available on... If, correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think it was available on newer consoles. It was just, here's all three of them on the 360 again, or on the PS3. No, it was on PS4. Was I it know on that PS4? much because uh, Neo and Jess had it that way. Oh, okay. Then um, and that's how they were playing it. But I do know that was another one where it was kind of like, you literally just released a, a pretty much a collection like this, except for... Uh, the prequel thing, um, pre-sequel, that's the one. Yep. Um, I kind of hate that name still. Right at the end of the 360 lifespan, they put out the collection of one and two again. Right. Yeah. And then a year later, they're like, "Here's the handsome collection with pre-sequel involved." And you're like, "That's all right." <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. So, like, what's happening is even like go back to the virtual console. That's usually graduating games that are like anywhere from 40 years, 30 years, 20 years old two new players so it's actually a good buy-in later for people to come into games that they just missed out on or heard about from an older sibling or or even franchises that's a great way to get somebody into your franchise so that they'll buy the next game you come make you know and that's where i think the 1.5 and 2.5 that's what kingdom hearts especially with the story that they have you kind of have to if you have never touched the series before you can't just jump three and yeah no here we go like that's a really all right, this one hair. has Mickey in it, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You can't yeah. necessarily do that with a game that's got that much density in their story. But like Mario, for instance, you don't need to play any other Mario to understand Except what the next the Mario is going to be yeah. about. Yeah. It's always the same fucking thing. Well, and they're pretty much like there's a difference between standalone games, which every Mario basically is, yeah. versus the big story art games, yes. which absolutely Kingdom Hearts is. So, obviously, I don't think anyone ever needs to make standalone collections. It's going to happen, of course, but... It's a great marketing scheme. It really is. I don't blame them for that. My big thing is, like, if you're going to offer a service on your console... So, like, uh, Xbox Arcade even did it for a while, too, where they were pulling a bunch of old, like, arcade titles from way back in the day that... I'll admit, some of those were dead because they only existed in a physical arcade somewhere. And then they they pulled them. And then they pulled them out for years. And that was it. And if you didn't have those licenses, you were fucked. You were out of luck. Yep. Um, But I think with those sorts of things, I think there's always merit to include them, but I don't think they're that important. If that makes sense. I think it's always nice to have the option because like I've been saying, like any, for instance, my daughter, if she, you know, when she hits like 15 and she gets, if she gets into gaming at all, like I'm <laughs> not going to necessarily be able to find all the old cartridges that I was able to play as a child or, right. and, and talked up to her and be like, oh man, alleyway on the Game Boy. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, and, back you know, in giant my shrugs, day, essentially. Golden Sun, that was where it was at. <laughs> I mean, um, that's a good one. but Actually, yeah. I um, the game. And that's where I think there is merit to the virtual console, but I don't think it's necessary. And I think that's the the, the line, is it's never necessary, but it is a certainly a very nice perk. I think that's why I liked the virtual console on the Wii so much. Uh, and even the Wii U to a, maybe Wii a little bit of a lesser extent. I capitalize though. Yeah. yeah well, did. the way the way I look at, I was like, oh, pa- seven bucks. Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, shit. I might as well. Yeah. Nintendo in the past has been. I feel like they 
especially especially in the Wii U era, they mostly put games on the VC that were either hard or impossible to get at a low price. Yeah. Like these old SNES cartridges like Mega Man X Earthbound, Chrono Trigger, like you I mean, can't find ridiculous. that shit for under 100 bucks, yeah. under 80 bucks, you know? In, in fact, actually I would say that's that was Nintendo's way However, to undercut the wrong. private market yep. that was capitalizing on rarity. And I think that's the right way to look about it mm-hmm. because at, at the end of the day, backwards compatibility don't shoot me internet, but I don't think it's that necessary anymore. I don't think so. Either. Really With isn't. the advancements of technology that we're getting and the ease of access, especially if you have a PC with emulation. Dude, right? Like That's how I played half that's how I played Final Fantasy Seven. Yeah. Years ago, that's how I played it. It's yeah. just I don't want to use the word obsolete, but it's becoming unnecessary. It is. It really is. Um especially I think like Microsoft, for instance, is a great example with the way the Xbox is now cross blended with the PC. Yeah, that's beautiful. It's like a vacuum. You you have literally no need <laughs> of the previous consoles for Xbox. Yeah. It's nice to have them. You, you know, I saw you pull your Xbox out. I've got my Xbox at my parents' house still like yeah, it, mine's still There's set a nostalgia up. factor for having it. Yeah. I'm just going to Yeah, just pat <laughs> it down, you know. Um slap it in your ass machine and have a grand old time. <laughs> but it's certainly not necessary. No, not at absolutely all. not. I like, think, like I said, I think once you get a version onto an HDMI device, all bets are off. Yeah, I don't know, man. I think I think people are being really entitled. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh my god, absolutely are. We brought that up again. I'm just gonna say um, they're entitled. They feel like they yeah. they we, they've gotten it for so many generations. They deserve to keep getting it. You did this before. Why aren't you doing it now? Which I'll, I gotta say, Microsoft did it really well. There was, I mean, launch day Xbox One didn't have it, correct? Absolutely it was within not. like six, it was like eight months before yeah. they had um, it. Yeah, like six, that. eight months, yeah. Yeah, it was I almost it was, a year. Yeah, it was about a year because I remember I was working at uh, GameStop again when they were like, oh, there's, there's, you're uh, stuff. yeah, you're yeah. adding yeah. stuff, right? And I'm like, oh, yeah, look at that. Um, uh, but it was mostly, no, okay. I'm it was mostly sorry. stuff that was. Okay, there's a new game coming out. Here's the previous iteration, and yeah. that was what I liked about their first sure their first uh, couple starts, their attempts at it. Yeah, um, and they've only kept rolling it out. Which I think it must be pretty easy on the Xbox One to get those reiterated because the way they're rolling it out, it's got to be cake. Yeah, it's got to be easy. Um, I think my favorite collection right now of all time uh is the rare replay i had a feeling you were gonna say that yeah um, <laughs> well, that's what 40 well, games or something 30 games yeah. it was 30 yeah. bucks yeah and it's over it's two and a half decades at least of rare of software that rare wasn't wear. licensed by someone else a lot of them well and yeah like donkey kong country is not on there nintendo yeah which sucks because that was a fun one. And Diddy Kong Racing. I loved that game. That was a good game. That was awesome. But, I mean, there's games on there that I would never have been able to play. Battletoads. Exactly. Battletoads was one of those that I was never going to find and go play. But because of the Rare Replay, I actually touched it and was like, oh, this is interesting. I see what too. people are... Uh, Capcom was released on every console ever, a co- some form of collection of Mega Man every time. That's true. Pretty Always. much, you yeah. can you can play Mega Man on literally any device in existence. I think, kind of like pretty much. My, my biggest joke Final about Fantasy. this is you can play Doom on literally any electronic ever. Yeah, at this point, someone built it in. Did you see their the car? Their car. Yeah, yeah. Oh, their Jesus. onboard dashboard computer. Yep. They built That's it into that, sweet, and they made though. the controls. <laughs> 
the driving mechanisms. Yeah, like the wheel actually like moved. So like he's yeah. still driving on the road, but it's just letting it autoplay Doom in the in the corner. And I don't know how was, I feel about that. He wasn't. Yeah, it honk was the horn to shoot. That's no. It, it was like it was like it pulled gas as to, and it just auto fires. Right. Yeah. It was just endlessly it was, firing. It was, it was so ridiculous. But that's pretty awesome though. I, gotta find I mean that. someone building it into an atm like doom like i'll put it that way doom is probably the most backwards compatibility game ever created and it's on everything yeah, yeah. if you want to play it you can find it let me put it that way yeah and which i think that's what it really boils down to for me yeah especially with things like i'm gonna bring it up again earthbound chrono trigger those are my big two of course um i think if you're gonna do virtual console do gems like that or yeah. if there's high demand for something like Red Dead Redemption, let's say. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to play that again. Go okay. for it. I think mass producing and just throwing all these titles on, like, sorry, Matt, I love you. Um, The Bioshock Collection, how necessary was that, really? It really it wasn't. wasn't. I really would like I to bought it. get it. It was fun, yeah. but I'm not hell-bent on getting yeah. it. Borderlands, how necessary was that? All those collections on PS3, like the Infamous Collection... Um, the Uncharted, the God of War collection. How necessary was that? They weren't, but again, most. Of, what's convenient about time. some of those? And I'll say this again, like just to reiterate, I'm never gonna own a PS3. I'm happy I got the God of War three at least on the PS4. But yeah, the coll- if, if they'd put the collection on four, I would have gone that and said too. It's just one of those, those things where yeah. it's sort of like, in those well, rare instances, I'm happy for it, but I don't yeah. need it. I wasn't in demand for it. It was more like I was on the store and I was like, ooh. This is on sale. Fuck it. Well, and I yeah, think that's basically where mine came from with Uncharted. Same with God yep, of War. That's true. Same yeah. with Jack and Daxter. Yeah. Like they were like, oh, I wanted to play these games when I was younger. I didn't have a PS3 before. I've got one now. Might I think well we're all really excited about Crash on PS4, but at the same time, it's, it wasn't again, necessary. Yeah. <laughs> really unnecessary. Oh, Cody's saying it was. Sorry. Oh, Cody. <laughs> Cody. One hundred percent necessary. We needed. That. He also had to do the the great. Which, <laughs> to me, says something else, too. I think... It says that Cody likes touching his face. No, no. Oh. He's, he's elated. I think ah, there's elation. two right. main reasons why people want to play... Um, I don't want to use the term remaster, but... I just use old games. Redone, Re- I'll say. Sure. Remade. Re-released. Sure, I'll do that. That'll work. I think the main two reasons are for two types of situations. The first one being your Earthbounds, your Chrono Triggers, your... Final Fantasy that hasn't been released in America. It's skipped a couple generations, and like Andrew said about Uncharted, you missed out. You missed out. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, that and that's out. the only reason I got Uncharted. And those, I think, those big gaps matter for something like Chrono Trigger, which had the port on the DS. Um, I, that was long enough, I'll say, to justify bringing a whole bunch of new fans in. Um, Earthbound, Earthbound Zero, even like a lot of people our age didn't get into that game. Sure. It was a cult. It sold like crap when it first came to America. Sure. I got one for you. Yeah. Prime one and two. Oh yeah. Barely got, got touched by fan or by, by the casual gamer on, on GameCube. And mm-hmm. then they released the trilogy on the Wii and that was sold out everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Um, then the other situation. So the first one being the time, the gap, basically you missed it. Yeah, we'll put yeah. it that way. You you missed it, or or it's been a long time. It's, it's hard to get. Time. Those are kind of yeah. like yeah. bundled in the same category. Um, the second reason, which the best example I can think of this is Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, if you're getting content that you didn't get before, 
You mean like the final mixes? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because Japan got Kingdom Hearts 1. And then they got final mix and then not long after, right? The U.S. got Kingdom Hearts 1 plus two bosses and a couple other mechanics. Then Japan was like, what, what the hell, man? And then Japan got <laughs> Kingdom Hearts 1 Final Mix, which is the definitive version which of that ridiculous. game. ridiculous. It adds so Which much had the stuff. American content and even more content, bosses, cutscenes, you name it. Yep. Um, and and then, then we're like, what the hell, man? Then America sat for... Almost a decade? About 10 years. Yeah, about a decade. And yep. then they were like... Can we get that now? Oh. <laughs> um, hey, our can, American can audiences are going ham because Kingdom Hearts 3D reasons. Oh, yeah, yeah. Back in, like, 2012. And they were like, we got you guys. Next year, here's a collection with um, a DS port turned into a movie. Here's all this extra content you a guys have never Game touched. Boy Advanced game completely redone mm-hmm. in three dimensions. Yeah. Like, <laughs> which is just... from an isometric 2D yeah. game. Yeah. Which, it's... yeah, that's, that's another thing. Before Final Fantasy VII released on the Virtual Console... Mm-hmm. Or, or on, on the PS, PS, store. PS Store back when the PSP was a thing and when PS3 first launched. That game was impossible to get cheap. Yeah, no, uh, or without illegally emulating yeah. it like yeah. I did. <laughs> <laughs> I'll call it what it is. Um, it was going, I could play it. At the I time. remember in eighth grade when I rebought that game and <laughs> I, I, went into sco- I went into school and Cody never... <laughs> I'm so- a cop. Ha ha. Caught you. <laughs> Uh, Sir, step out. <laughs> um, You're an alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> just, I mean, that's that's. Uh, call, no, it, no. call a spade a spade. <laughs> one one I'm second. A <laughs> I'm also a cab. <laughs> God, he that, got, that, he got was, him. that was that was, that was worth it. That was worth it. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that's the that's I'm the sorry, second buddy. reason. Uh, <laughs> that's the second reason we need. Yeah, any type of virtual console or I think anytime you're gonna do a new game no. and it's been years, doing a full comprehensive re rerun of what has occurred to get everyone up to speed is fantastic. I think absolutely big time gaps slash never touching it before, great reason. Yeah, otherwise it's totally frivolous and you're just trying to grab money. So I think the consensus is really we want companies to be more selective about it. I want Nintendo to fix their online platform first and foremost so that we never have to rebuy the same digital title thousands of times. Ever again. Yeah. Well, and even... I think I've bought po- uh, Pokemon Yellow now two or three times. Yeah. And, I mean, I'd rather have... Let's take it Nintendo happens. as a prime example. The multiplayer online for Nintendo has always been oh my God, questionable, fix, I'll say. Fix it. Just um, broken. I'd rather them spend <laughs> more time and fix that. Yeah, that's... For the future, yeah, and Putting that would get them more third-party support and yeah. more games on their console, which more money in your pockets. Yeah, um, I'd rather them fix the mechanics of their new consoles and their new releases. Same thing with um, here's I'll add this other companies to you that know? real real quick too. Hopefully, when it comes to specifically just the virtual console, it's as easy as migrating what has been done before to the new ones, so that say when they do get this online service figured out, because it's supposed to be up and running by the summer, supposedly, yeah. or by end of summer, that then once that's implemented properly, all they have to do is flip a switch and virtual console with as it was on the Wii U and 3DS in theory is all just right there, boom, turned on, no no extra work for them because I don't want them to take time out of fixing the problems to put that there. But if it's just as easy as migrating, fuck it, add it. Well, at the end of the day, like we talked about at the beginning of this discussion, why do we buy new consoles? 
play new games. To play, play new, games. new games. New games, new hardware. And that's the only reason why I say, like, when you, when there's games that you missed out on, that's where it's technically a new game. It's new to you. Yeah. Yeah. Like I was saying, I, one of my big things is, like, if, if there were, if and more than likely when, because it's cash cow from Nintendo, they add virtual console, they better put GameCube on there. Mm-hmm. I always missed out on Double Dash, and that's the one game I still don't play to this day. Again, agree. that's a hard one to find, too. I will agree to that. So it's just one of those things for me. It's just like, just, I, you know what? I was thinking about it. Like, I, I know that the one thing that I'll say, and it's hard, when you're doing games from an older generation, the licenses is near impossible for them to get to put on the newer console, which is why you tend to find broken series. I know, like, on PlayStation Now, you can only play Mass Effect 3. You cannot play 2 or 1. They never got the licenses to play those. Um, just to kind of speak to that more directly, I was fiending to play uh, Prince of Persia Warrior Within <laughs> fairly recently, and there's no way I can play that unless I boot up the Wii. Yeah. And that's not going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> more than likely, that's not going to happen. I would also have to find a game controller, and I don't know where one is, like an actual game controller, because I don't know if the new – I'm pretty positive the new – controllers cannot function that way because they plug into a weak Wiimote. Yeah, I don't believe so. But yeah, it's just one of those things for me where it's just like, you know, I would love the option forever to just be able to go, I wonder if this is on the thing. Oh, there it is. Cool. Boot it up. Yeah. Well, and one of my but big ones... I, don't, I understand when it's not. One of my big ones that I missed was Super Mario Galaxy. Yeah. And that was the only reason I was going to ever buy a Wii was Super Mario Did Galaxy. I it to you? I forgot. We were going. I was going to lend it to you. I never even... No, okay. the Wii never okay. got touched. Okay. Yeah. I think that's all it really comes down to. No, it's just like our remake versus remastered cast we did, I don't know, 20 episodes ago or something. Maybe longer. 30 longer. at least. Um, there's no black and white oh, answer for this. Episode 67. There is people, people are looking for a... a solidified answer and you're not going to get one no no it's i just my opinion money and resources yeah i just want companies to be more selective and to be a little bit smarter about it i agree that's that's all there is to it i don't need my ps2 that can play ps1 discs anymore you know what i mean yeah i think we've reached that point yeah i'll say this uh just kind of as my my final thought personally on this is i want sony to step their game up because I, I, although I know PS2 sold like crazy, I completely missed out on PS1, PS2, and PS3. And there's a lot of titles within yeah. that realm, especially with PS2 being like the, pl- in terms of actual platforming games, the mm-hmm. platforming champ of consoles, I missed out on some of the best platformers out there. Well, that and had a long life too. So did. many games. It did. There... And there's certain games that I would like to see moved up and the PlayStation 4, I feel like could handle that movement, but probably not going to see it crash is probably the only one that i'm going to be able to touch because i don't think they're going to migrate jack over i don't think they're going to migrate anything beyond the, the ratchet remake jack classic spyro mm. oh classic spyro would be awesome yeah it's so yeah and again but then but then buy, they make tons of money on things like the resident evil remake hd yeah and it's like which why? that totally that goes back to our remake should have been remastered. hd it yeah. should have been hd anyway that's yeah 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 it's I, just but that whole series pisses me off, so never mind. We'll, we'll go into that on a different day. <laughs> yeah, sure. No, it's just, for the most part, I don't care. I, yeah, I, I think that's what it is. I'm, I'm with you. Yeah. I think this whole discussion has even made me more careless about more it. More against it, yeah. Like, I just... Just want you, new games. If you do it, I'll be there when it's the game I want. Yep. yep. But since you're going to probably put out 50,000 games every time you do it, I'm only going to find, like, two that I'm going to pay for, and then you're going to get 10, 20 bucks from me. Cool. Yeah. Like, you know what company is beautiful at 
remakes slash not making remakes Bethesda yeah because they like they just announced like last week they're working on like six games right now Mm -hmm. like do you think that they could pull all their resources if they were working on like as much as I would love it an Oblivion remake like but they did don't tease me man I'd get back into that shit pretty hard. And see, and that's the great. You can't, you can't just say yes or no. But see, that's the thing. That's where I think it is still kind of black and white. It it depended on them specifically just saying yes or no to it. And if we were to go like, say, if we had an open discussion with Bethesda, we could just be like, hey, you want to do an Oblivion remake? And they said no, I'd be like, all right, cool. Yeah. But if they said yes, I'd be like, all right, I'll buy it. Like it's it's that simple of black and white. It's, It's a yes. It's a yes for me if you're gonna if you want to do it. It's a no for me if you don't want to do it. Not to bring back in the salt, but you know what company's terrible at that? Bless you. Uh, Square Enix. <laughs> Dude, don't even. I'm still pissed about this year's fucking 30th anniversary announcements. I'm still real pissed about that. All right. So to wrap this up, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, th- please, I think. Please need to. I think we generally don't care. Yeah. yeah. It's it's that simple. Like Overall. everyone on the internet's freaking the fuck out about this. And it's like chill out. And it's calm uh, the fuck there out. is Play literally video no reason for it. They right. have an insane year for the Switch lined up. Yeah. I was looking at that release sheet now, basically. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, wow, a bunch of companies jumped on board. Yeah. And they're only working more towards third-party support, so good on yeah. them. Which is about time, really. That's what they need. That, they really That'll did. keep them alive. Um, I'm, I'm excited for the Switch. I just, like I've said before, I'm just waiting till the holiday when I can purchase one. I'm just waiting Same. until and then one I can is also purchase like ten games of it and not have to worry for a while. Same. So yeah, play video games to relax. Don't don't be... fucking be a whiny bitch about it. I'm just gonna be <laughs> about it. No, yeah, I, agree. no I completely agree. Yeah, like you're getting a new console. It's new. It's innovative it's as new hell. And pretty. Enjoy. Play it, okay? the new and pretty. I keep seeing the one thing I keep seeing is everyone's scared that it's gonna be the Wii U all over. Like it's already not. Like, it's already yeah. flat out not going to be like the Wii U. It's given a proper launch, for God's sakes. The yeah, Wii U absolutely. didn't even have that much going for it. Yeah. There's, sadly. There's still some things I could bitch about, like sure. the voice having needing a separate profile you know for that. But they're, if they fix their online, I can begrudgingly yeah. deal yep. with if that. If they're going to work on their servers, that's fine. Because guess what console voice was garbage for? PS3. PS3. Yeah. Guess whose servers are pretty good now compared to back in those days? PS4. PS4. So I just I think oh, the main realization of us talking about this is we just want companies to be a little bit more selective with their resources. Right. Yeah. Just give the people what they if want. If you're but sitting in a dry spell, yeah. Give us the backwards shit. Sure. If you got nothing else better to do, kind of thing. Yeah. Whatever. No, I but agree with that. Yeah. Don't make it your priority by any means. Yeah. At all. Make your console good. That's what it comes down to. <laughs> make your console, make your updates good. I'm actually really excited for the next Sony update once it finally rolls out to the oh, public. Yeah. I can't I'm wait down. for that. Well, and that, that even goes to not even just consoles, but like game developers. If you're not working on something, work on a remake. It, yeah, uh, on your, but on unless, your time. Yeah, on your time. Don't screw something else up because you want to remaster this game. Yeah. We don't care about remasters. We want new stuff yeah i want another game that i'm not gonna you know touch a great for three example. years this is my final point on it my very final point and i'm done but uh a great example is actually two pieces but it's titanfall and the most recent report of uh pro or was it uh sunshine overdrive both were sunset. games that were sunset overdrive thank yeah. you 
Um, both were games that initially launched exclusively to Xbox and both broke their, or uh, the early reports for the Sunset Overdrive is that they, there will be a life for the good game even if it's not exclusively to Xbox. And what that basically means is they will move forward, but they will not re-release the first version on other consoles. They'll just say, screw right. it, okay, just go. Like, here, here's another one. That's... Just, just move ahead. I don't want, I don't care to play the first versions right now at right. all if you with those games especially because i don't really think that it's necessary with titanfall especially not but yeah. sunset overdrive i mean it was fun there i haven't finished a good it. example is mass effect uh mass effect one didn't launch on the ps3 until they did the trilogy right which new games and Andromeda coming up soon we can't wait <laughs> uh, oh my god we'll, we'll hype that for oh, just I'm... a quick sec we mm. are gonna do a super mass effect cast the weekend of its launch i think and i'll take a nap Cody will take a nap. Cody yeah. Cody will do his Star Wars And we're going to squeal in the basement for like three hours, even though it's not really going to be three hours. But oh, well, it'll feel... Uh, not, we don't know. I'll be on vacation, <laughs> well, so yeah. We'll get only that. like an hour and a half recording, but we'll be squealing for three hours. Oh, yeah. Yes, <laughs> it'll be a good time. Oh, I can't wait. Oh, but dude, I cannot wait. I'm so excited. So there's that. Look forward yeah. to that. Yeah, look forward, please. Because we, um, we are. Yeah, play, I, play new games. I will probably be dude, back for that. seriously. Play new games. There's some good shit coming out right now, and if you are going to play a remake, make it something worthwhile. Put something you haven't played before. That is story intensive and will draw something you in. Something that your friends have been bitching at you about to play. You mean like Kingdom Hearts? Yeah. You mean like that series? Yeah, you should I do just that. Don't. You should probably do that. <laughs> I did put my pre-order into yesterday. For I, yeah, I've been so. looking at... I really... I don't it's need 50 to bucks, buy man. another game. It's but 50 it's, bucks. I know, and I'm making that good money now, but damn. Do it. <sighs> do it. Um, Last thing before we wrap. Go for it. Um, good, my good friend Ryan. What's up, boy? Love you, boy. Um, commented on the live stream. I'd like to see developers get... Uh, get passion projects back on the market. If they're not working on something huge, let the interim be filled with something the devs are actually interested in instead of being stuck in the ruts. Yep. I agree. Please. I absolutely Which agree. I think that was a much more intelligent and thought out way of saying what we were trying to say. Andrew yeah. said it. Yeah. I said it, but yeah. That's, yeah. Remakes. That's yeah. Yep. But so, with that, I think that pretty much covers that all of up. our, all of our thoughts on that. Yeah. Hooray. So thank you guys for listening. Uh, as always, go over to geekdomination.net for more content. You can also follow us on Facebook and uh, the socials like Twitter and everything like that. You can also watch some of our new shows on YouTube. Uh, Anthony's got a new movie show that pops up once a month. It talks about, uh, I think, trailers mostly. Yeah. Yeah, um, that's what it sounded like. Um, you and I got a sweet new comic book show that uh, we got the second episode uh, recording this weekend and should be up in early March. Yeah, and go then, listen to episode one in the meantime. Yep, uh, Cody's got a watch. new show. Cody does have a new show. Episode two will be up this week for reals. Yeah, episode um, two will be out this week. For reals, spoilers. For reals. Uh, go listen to that too. Yeah. So yeah, there's there's more Cody, content. What's your show called? Quest complete. Cool. Quest complete. If you couldn't catch that. Uh, uh, we love you guys. Thanks for listening. Love Bye. You. Bye guys. So now that the podcast is over, at the at the end of this, we're actually going to leave in this uh, incredibly failed attempt of Andrew trying to record the fake intro and just the shenanigans that happened to our basement when we try to record stuff. So enjoy this behind-the-scenes look. You'll love it! Just record whenever you want to do the thing. I'm going to get you know, in a position to do the thing. Uh, I'm, dude, I'm old man. Like, come on. <laughs> I'm older man. <laughs> I know exactly. Oh, dude, it hurts, right? Actually, yeah, you really are. Wow. What? What am I doing again? <laughs> so, hey, everybody, this is Andrew with Geek Domination, and 
Don't even have to do that. Don't even have to do that. No, okay. Wait till they stop. Oh, it's, I mean, it's okay. So, where should I go over? Just send all the good. There's like some things we like to talk about in terms of DC news. Talk about. Talk about DC. Talk about rumored leak information around the next Batman Arkham game. And then we go into our topic, which talks about backwards compatibility. I mean, could this be it right here, like this conversation? Because I feel like this is doing pretty well. Like, hey. I know, I know. Like, it's just like me saying, hey, this is what we talked about. And then you say something and then I repeat it while they're talking in the background. It's whatever. <laughs> I just love that this whole thing is me con- er, like recording and I really hope it makes it into the cut. I I want it to though. Like it feels feels like so what am I doing? That's that's yeah. What are we what are we doing though? Can I can we can we not do this? Like <laughs> I know. It's really not. Yeah, you, you've been talking. I mean, it's been recording the whole time, but <laughs> that's that's what we're talking about. That's my favorite part. See how like how trash we are. This is how most offices are. Anyways. On this episode of the Geek Domination Podcast, I'm going to start it again. I'm going to do another take. On this episode of the Geek Domination Podcast, we talk about the new uh, balls. The new balls? No, it's new dick. Ah, damn. The remake. The balls remake. Balls remake. Ah, dick and balls. No, it's not. I don't know why I'm doing this. Because you never are here. I know. That's why I don't know why I'm doing it. That's because you're here. That's why you're never here. God damn it. Should I just download Yes. Yes, that's what you need to. And Absolutely do that like first. Individual, yeah, like, you can't do that all of them. Yeah. yeah. I always remember it now. Bobby sucks one. You want to know what my, uh, uh, my password at work is? Bobby sucks four. <laughs> because I've gone through three other iterations of it. You'll have to go through Bobby Sucks together. 12 before you can go back to Bobby Sucks 1. Exactly, yeah. Gotta go all Bobby the way. Bobby Sucks 11. I think I'm gonna go as far as I can. I might get to Bobby Sucks 80. And if I do, I'm gonna no, no, fucking kill go myself. Bobby Sucks 99 and then Bobby Sucks XP. <laughs> 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 Bobby sucks ten. Wait, what? Bobby sucks, Bobby sucks Vista. That's what you need to do now. So you just do, just do you know, this like seven. Bobby sucks ninety five. Yeah, just gotta like switch it. So instead of like Bobby sucks five, just be like Bobby sucks XP and then Vista. Yeah. And then seven. Yep. Eight. Eight. Ten. <laughs> seven. Eight. Ten. What happened to nine? Nobody cares. That's literally what happened. Okay, <laughs> right, I, I got this. You got this. All right. Yeah, typing now. Yeah. <laughs> Mechanical keyboards, dude. I love them. It's not even a real mechanical. No, yeah. oh, what the? What do you? What do you? God, pleb, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> so was I. Um, no, I just dropped six hundred dollars on my car today. Ah, oh, okay. Them yeah. Damn, dude. Oh boy, oh boy, gotta love that I mean, shit. Let's do one. 
Everyone's paycheck. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just that's why I'm full of shit. Yeah, that's me right now. What am I doing? <laughs> no, I got this. I got. It. I really do. I'm having fun. I'm enjoying. I'm enjoying myself. This is fun. That's true. You're having fun. I really am, <laughs> guys. I'm having a really good time. For a second, I thought it said installing installer. <laughs> Wait, what? On this episode of the Geek Domination Podcast, we talk about DC's new movie properties coming out, uh, as well as the leaks of the next Batman Arkham game, followed by, wow, Jesus. The notes are on the phone. 